Welcome to La Taverna Friuli Wines, the definitive podcast on wines from Friuli Venezia Giulia. I'm your host, Wayne Young. Okay, here we are with Stefania Zorzetic from Monviert. Is your last name Monviert? So tell me, so, all right, before we get started, because I remember that you sent me a message and you were like, Wayne, my profile on Instagram <laughs> is Stefania Monviert, not Stefania Zorzetic. So please explain to me my ignorance about your name. Okay. <laughs> so no, uh, it's my my surname was Zorzatic. Was that, that, yes, oh, that is okay. right. Uh, we decide to present ourselves, me, my brother, and my sister, for don't make confusion to the people because uh, there is another company. Family. Yeah, another uh, family with this uh, surname. It's also my family because it's a big family. Uh, but for don't make. Uh, confusion to the customer we decide to do that okay. to our profile uh, social profile to change the surname with the name of the company Monviert. Uh, okay it's for better communication but your to the last customer. name is My, not Monviert. no oh, okay no, no, no. the name of the winery is Monviert. ah okay yeah. It's okay, well, that makes me feel much better <laughs> <laughs> because all my life I've known you as Stefania Zorzetic. Yeah. So, and that is still your name. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. right. It's and right. I've known you for and quite my, a long on time. On my ED, it's Stefania Zorzetic. Okay. <laughs> the, the Zorzetic family is, is a very important family in Friuli. I don't know if people out there yeah, realize that, yeah. how important that name is. Yeah, it's a name. I, I think it's important because sometimes when I go around and i have to say my surname a lot of people you produce wine is the first of thing course. they ask me and this is for me it's uh, let me understand that uh, a lot of people know that okay but no, it makes also confusion yeah the association yeah. make also confusion because it's different uh, companies oh of course we are proud of our surname but uh, we don't want to make confusion to the customers one of the reason why gallo in california hates anybody else using the name gallo <laughs> <laughs> just be happy you're not named gallo okay <laughs> <laughs> but anyway no i just i, I yeah the there are, there are a number of different wineries that exist inside sort of the extended Zorzetic family. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Some it's, of them are called Actually, I Zorzetic. think it's seven. Seven. Yeah, with this surname. Okay. With different names, but there are seven. So, so tell me a little bit about you, Stefania, because we, we jumped right in here with your name and the whole name of the winery, but I wanted to talk a little bit about you because I've known you for a long time. I think we met the first time in Prague. I yeah, think you remember, and probably yeah. back around 2010. Yeah, probably. Oh uh, my! Yeah, I think you were like I eight don't... years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was very young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think, and you're still very young. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I think uh, everything start uh, around when I was 
12 or 13 years okay. uh, the passion is from the transmission of the passion from my grandfather and my father uh, we are used to help in the cellar and sell the wine and to the customer also mm-hmm. it's something that i think uh, you you don't decide you have okay it's a it's part kind of, of my life from ever seems it seems to me like that it's a lot like being a musician yeah a lot of people who are musicians sort of grew up musicians in musician families even if it was just for fun but it seems like one of those things that's almost innate it's almost in your genes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's so right just growing up around it. so you never had any doubt that wine was going to be your life no um the other passion that i have is the tourism okay yeah and uh, last uh, january I have the possibility to be inside the um, Movimento Turismo del Vino, mm-hmm. Movement Tourism of Wine yeah. of uh, Friuli. Uh, and this is I love a lot. It's so, a, a, a the union of my two passions, oh, wine okay. and, and tourism. tourism. Yeah. And help the region to grow in this uh, process. Uh, uh, for me, it's very, 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 very exciting. In what way did you start getting involved with the movimento di uh, i go to the concilium the concept yeah yeah uh, so I, you're I've part parked. of the council yeah. ah okay congratulations thank you that's very nice <laughs> that's very good so you work very closely with people like chiara tupi yeah and uh, massimo, massimo and uh, elda feluga elda feluga yeah elda uh, i the first time i talk with elda is january of this year and was really an inspiration it, it's the first time i talk with her it's really? very it's a very it's a woman that inspire me a lot yeah to this to she, go to this work and uh, to the to across the the tourism and the wine together yeah i've always been a big fan of elda mm-hmm. really been a big fan she was one of the first people i met in friuli when i came she's always been a very fascinating very professional yeah uh, very friendly person so yeah a lot of culture of wine absolutely absolutely so, someone that uh, I hope to learn a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's definitely someone to, to keep close Mm-mm. for sure. So you were talking about your, your father and your grandfather. So you've been making wine for generations. Yeah. Uh, the, everything start seriously, like to seriously. produce and sell, mm-hmm. not only to produce and uh, use at home in 1950. 1950? Yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah. You know, because a lot of the times when we talk about this type of thing, we talk about the 60s, the 70s. Some people yeah. even say their first bottlings were in the 80s. Uh, but you're 1950. Yeah. Wow. We start with this uh, wine to sell to direct to the customer and mm-hmm. then the production grow, grow and grow. And actually we arrived with the uh, 87 uh, hectare okay. of vineyard. Uh, all the hectares in uh, Colli Orientali, Friuli Colli Orientali, sorry. Okay. And uh, 30% was hill, and okay. the other part is the flat part of the uh, hill. Okay. And so how, I don't think that the winery was always called Montvierd. No, we you changed. changed the name. We make this difficult decision in 2019. 19 19 sorry yeah. and um we changed the name from ronchi san giuseppe 
that okay. is too long and too heavy for a go to the um, export in okay. Monviard. More short and more immediately to to learn to yeah. appreciate. What does Monviert mean? Monviert is the two word from our language Friulano. And uh, it's mon, Monte Viert okay. Aperto. Ah, okay. The, this is came from this uh, hill, like a small mountain mm -hmm. in the back of the company. Over the top of the hill, we have uh, an old ancient church of uh, 1522. 1522, yeah, wow. Yeah, it's very old. And he have the uh, sea view of the Colli Orientali, open all the seaside, open. Ah, mm -hmm. I need to go up there. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really nice. Well, you also it's also, it's relaxing. A lot of uh, wind, <laughs> also in summer, fresh wind. So and you can go up, you go up, can and go cool up and, yeah. Uh, which we <laughs> need a moment in these to days. relax. It's been quite warm. Yeah. Yeah. Has that, has that been difficult for you as far as the, the harvest concerned, all of this heat right uh, now? Um, or are you happy about it? We are happy. Okay. Because the. Um, Fruit that we have the grape, it's very, very special. The hill part gives the more powerful and uh, intense uh, taste uh, to the wines. Okay. And this hot summer, we hope just uh, to have a little bit of rain in the next day and don't have a lot of rain uh, near the harvest. Oh, of, course. <laughs> of course, of course. This is a little bit dangerous, yeah. but we hope in... Uh, lucky time okay uh so the the winery that started back in 1950 was always called ronco san giuseppe yeah okay so it had that name until 2019 wow that yeah. is a big decision yeah to change it's hard so many you were talking more than 50 almost 60 70 years 70 of, years wow and then you decided to change but six 69 years and we years. decided to change yeah and so is this because you were looking a little bit more towards the foreign markets? You thought that yeah. would be a little bit easier. We decided to change a little bit uh, our goals and go outside. Actually, we are more concentrated to the local cell. Okay. And for the moment. Uh, yeah, for the moment. Okay. COVID don't help. No, didn't <laughs> help anybody. This is the unlucky part of this decision that late the the year after the change arrived COVID, and uh, stop a little bit uh, the the selling for everybody. For, yeah, the whole world. For yeah, yeah for all the world, and uh, actually we start to work hard, and we go out uh, and propose the, our wines to the export market we okay. have new market like russia oh. and china well, not, not now yeah <laughs> or are you, are you no. obviously not working in russia now no. because everybody's <laughs> no, in sanctions no, actually <laughs> no but we open a, a door to okay. this market okay. and when we hope to stop everything happened in this period uh, we can work yeah. more relaxed and uh, we are ready okay and, and you also made a very big investment in a in a beautiful yeah, cellar. Yeah. When we, did you when did you start building that or when did you complete that? Everything start with the first first uh, hole in 2012. Wow. Okay. And uh, grow slowly 
not too fast. We studied the cellar for the best work during harvest and during the year. And this part, it's, it's my father part. Okay. Where he dedicated all the time. Uh, my brother is more for the countryside, outside. And also he have a good program to change the mind of the company to go to this uh, Lotta Integrata. I don't know in English how to say. Uh, it's no. behind the uh, uh, biological and traditional. Okay. It's not biological, it's not traditional, it's in the middle. Okay. But it's for respect the nature. Sustain sustainable. Sustainable, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, that, well, that's good. Yeah, in five years, and this year is the first year we have the certification. Of uh, Lotta. Of, yeah, of Lotta. Ah, so there's it's, an actual... It's, an, it's a B. Ah, okay, yes, it's, yes, yes. It's a difficult uh, spelling of the code of this certification, SP, SP, NASP, okay. Something yeah, like yeah. this. Yes, I've seen the little B. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves Bs. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a good, yeah, it's a good symbol. But yeah, no, well, congratulations on that. I think Thank you. that yeah. is something, especially if you're working, I think, outside of, of Italy, it's super important now to have that kind of sustainability, that kind of eye toward. Yeah. And know. it's, a, it's a choice that we make just not only for a commercial, but just because we really uh, want to respect the soil and the land that give us the product that we live. Obviously. And yeah. uh, I, my father and me, we decide to uh, help my brother in that Good. and give everything in her hands and go do what you want to do. And, and, right. and it's young because it's 30 years old right and uh, from 25 to 30 years uh, he have uh, this big change uh, in the countryside that okay. in old time was my grandfather <laughs> right, <laughs> the right. big boss of the countryside <laughs> right so it seems like you have very well defined roles you know your dad is really involved with the cellar yeah and your brother is really involved with with the, the vineyards the, yeah. right so and you're more of the commercial side I work with the part of commercial administration and okay. uh, all the office. Everything is uh, office. Uh, it's in my hand. Okay. Also, the That's commercial, important. the real commercial part, it's uh, the decision that we make together. Okay. Like a team, me, my brother, and my father, because Fantastic. we have to have the same goal and go in the same direction. Because the, mm -hmm. if the seller do something different by what we have to communication, mm -hmm. at something wrong <laughs> right, right, right you have to work together sure different and uh, specific um, work for every person but they go everybody in the same point okay so everybody's goals are the same yeah. So yeah. that's really important yeah really important really important that you're all and, working and, towards the same yeah. And uh, sometimes I tell to my father that uh, you are lucky because you have two three child three children yeah because wow. there is me, my brother, and my sister, the younger. Okay, yeah. And I did meet your sister the last yeah. time I came to see you. Everybody, we work in the cellar. Wow. So everybody is there sort of yeah. working and, towards yeah. the same. So tell me a little bit about the different wines that you make. Because we, we're drinking one here. We'll talk about that. But let's talk about sort of the, the overview of the winery, what you guys are making, what you're concentrating on making. 
We have two different lines for the bottled wines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the traditional line that it's work in the cellar and in the vineyard for a product that have what you expect in a glass from a typical Friulano or Schiopettino or a Frosco from the region. Then we have the Reserva line from Monviart okay. that we are tasting tonight, the mm-hmm. Friulano 2019. It's a preview because it's ready for selling in uh, the end of September. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, another way, it's uh, another philosophy. It's the how have to be Friulano for my father. Ah, for your father. Yeah. So he has a lot of influence. He's the artist. <laughs> okay. On this reserve line. Yeah. Okay. 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 So what's different between the two? Obviously, the, the, the work in the vineyard, it's completely different. Okay. So and we're starting there. Yeah. Okay. So and what's different? The traditional line, we have different kind of soil where the vineyard grow. Okay. And we have the harvest separate by the region of the soil, the vinification separate. Mm. Then when the wine is ready, we make a blend from uh, the same grape, naturally. And we chose a base and we take a percentile of the other area. This is because we want to have every year more similar and of the other here, okay. the product for don't have something a lot of difference in the glass where the customer tastes the wine. Gotcha. The reserve line, it's completely different philosophy. We choose a plot, an area for the Frulano, for example, is the hill on Viert. Okay. Is the hill back so there? It's almost like a single vineyard. Yeah, it's a single vineyard, and uh, we. When they don't have to produce a lot, they have a low production. And when the grapes are too much, we go and we take away the ah, grapes. Okay. Yeah. So you do some, uh, some thinning of yeah. the harvest, some green harvesting. Yeah. Okay. And we are tasting... All by hand. All by hand, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Bottled wine, all by hand. Okay. So we're tasting the... 2019 yeah. Reserva, which is you brought us as a special gift. Yeah. Because it has not been released. Yeah. And you were saying that there's some maceration on this wine as well. Yeah. We, for this, for the, all the white of Reserva, okay. uh, we have three white for the Reserva line. Pilano, Ribola Gialla, and Picoletta. Okay. For all the whites, we make Creo maturation. It's maturation with low temperature one night. And also we have a long batonnage. Okay. It's the movement of the... The leaves. The leaves, yeah. Right. And uh, we decide every year different from six months to one year. They stay on the... Yes, then go in bottle and okay. stay one year and a half in bottle. And then it's ready to the selling in, after uh, one year. In wood or in stainless no, steel? stainless steel. Stainless steel. Yeah. Oh, okay. So only When you thing. taste, you can... Uh, fill the wood, but it's not wood. It's just the maturation and the long batonage that give this structure to the wine. That's interesting because so many times I've had people taste Friulano in front of me and they were like, how much oak did this wine do? And I was like, none. <laughs> and they were like, no, but I taste oak. So there's something about Friulano that gives it that yes, kind yeah. of, the, the same it's type the, of body. I think it's the toasted mandrel. Ah, toasted almond. Almond, yeah, yes. sorry. 
as the toasted almond that is the typical taste uh, of uh, Friulano that give a little bit of age in bottles. Okay. This is give probably to the mind of the people the that sort of the, creaminess yeah. and that little bit of vanilla mm-hmm. and a little bit of richness mm-hmm. that okay yeah. i think that that also frilano i think it's a, a atypical white wine and usually the people when think to white wine are used to have something like fruit flowers freshness okay. acidity right and uh, frilano it's not like that mm. for our in uh for our reserva we do also the malolatic process Gentle per cento, 100%? Yes, 100%. Uh-huh. Okay. For the reserva, for the autochton, for the traditional line, half and half. Half and half, okay. So give me a little description of what, how you would describe this wine, because you were saying, okay, it's not your typical white wine. So No, it's very, when you go and taste, it's very warm in mouth. Okay. It's a 13 alcohol, but... Uh, Thir- 13. 13. 14, oh, yeah, okay. But I was going to say, 13 feel- not too high. I don't. I certainly don't get a lot of alcohol. You don't feel sure. in mouth. It's uh, it's it's warm, but not by the alcohol, but by the taste of the wine. It's zero sugar, and you don't feel that. You feel a little bit of sweetness, but it's give from the grape of the hill. Okay. The the hill grapes. It's very rich. It's very intensive and concentrated. Yeah, I, I think it's. Yeah. This is the lucky part to have the, the grape the in hillside. the hills. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you talk with my brother, mm, it's very hard work hills. Of course, <laughs> yeah, because you have to go up and yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so obviously, physically, it's hard. Physically, it's hard. Much harder. Yeah. Yeah. But, but obviously, the results are much yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just I just took a sip and it, yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. Very full. You know, before we went on and you were saying, oh, this wine is macerated, I was like, uh oh. You know, because I'm not a huge fan of macerated wines, but then you said Creo macerated. Yeah. So we're not talking about a huge extraction of why. How long does it sit with the skins, more or less? Oh, one night. One night, yeah. In ten hours, not okay. more. So we're not talking about three weeks with the no, skins no, no. in an amphora. No, and no, it's no. Oxidized and you 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 can see on the color of the wine in the glass that yeah. make a little bit of maturation, but it's not too much in yeah, the you mouth. Can s- yeah, the rich color is yeah. there, but it doesn't have that oxidative style of like macerated like you would get in Ribola Jala from Oslavia or something mm-hmm. like that. So, uh, bravo on that. Thank you. This um, is you all, all the work of my father. In <laughs> is, was this something that he really wanted to do? This whole cryomaster? Yeah. yeah. So he really had this idea of, of yeah. s- spending some time on the skins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Okay. All, all the idea, all the result that we have with this wine, it's from the uh, mind of my father. Okay. And also we have the anotechnical that help us. It's uh, Emilio del Medico. Ah. We have a cooperation with Emilio, very you know, great person. But I've, uh, I've known Emilio since nineteen ninety eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I told one time when we finished the harvest because I worked with Emilio in the cellar from nineteen ninety eight to two thousand <laughs> and two. One night after the harvest, harvest was over, we went out to have drinks together, people in the cellar, whatever. And I said to Emilio, I said, Emilio, I love you like a brother. 
except during the harvest. I hate your fucking guts. <laughs> because he would he would work us hard. He would work us yeah. really hard. Yeah. Um, but it's, he very, is it's a, very near to my father. <clears throat> Our very similar person. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so they get along. Yeah, they love but, to hard work, yeah. and they are very, um, a lot of precision. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everything have to be like they say, but with uh, iron fist. Iron fist, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Puño de ferro, no. Uh -huh. Yeah, no. Emilio is a great guy. I love Emilio. He's an amazing winemaker. Um, he definitely has a style, I think. Yeah. Um, because he also obviously he worked with Bastianich, so that's how I know him for so long. But he also works with uh, with Lisfadis, I believe, mm -hmm. right? And you can see that his hand, he has that hand where he really likes wines with a lot of personality yeah. and a lot of power. He understands the importance of that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so congrats for working with. How long have you been working with, with Amelia? Uh, actually, I think four years. Okay. One year, two years early, the, the change of the name because ah, okay. everything starts in vineyard. What do you mean? Mm, everything starts with my brother. Emilio arrived, and with my brother, go to uh, look the vineyard oh. and decide which it's better for make our server. Okay, okay, okay. So you started sort of changing the ideas in the vineyards yeah, first. Yeah, the changing then... the, the idea of work in the vineyard. Okay. So to being two big personalities like Emilio and your dad, yeah. do they get <laughs> along or do they butt heads every once in a while? I think there is a little bit of hate and love. <laughs> ah, that's good, though. No. But good. it's a, it's a, it's a good it's a good hate and good love. You Not, need a, you need a little they, tension. You need, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a little mm, right push and pull. Mm -mm. And I think it's important. Yeah, I think it, it, it creates. Quality. They talk a lot. They talk a lot. Yeah, that's good. Talk a lot. Now, Emilio likes to talk. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> As does your direttore commerciale, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, what about red wines? What, you make some red wines, obviously, as well. For the Reserva, we make uh, Schiopettino e Refusco. Okay. For the Reserva, we decide to use only uh, autochtonal, indigenous grapes. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah, we have Schiopettino, Refusco dal Peduncolo Rosso, Friulano, Ribola Gialla, and Piccolita. And Piccolita, okay. Yeah. And for the, 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 the fresh line? The fresh line, we have 17 different wines. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> so, 10 white and 7 red. So lots of monovarietal yeah. wines. Yeah. So do you do any blends or just? No, just monovarietal. The blend, I hope, arrive in a couple of here. We are studying mm. with uh, my father and Emilio a new... Idea? Uh, yeah. Hmm. We have the name, we have the wine, but it's not ready for the market. They okay. have to stay so you just can't, a little you bit. Can't no, say I can't say the name. Super secret. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me when we're off the air? There is one red and one white. Oh, okay. And it's made with the um, Reserva wines. It's okay. a blend of the Reserva wines. Okay. So the red would probably be a blend of Schipettino Schipettino okay. and um, the white. Oh, in Merlot. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. And the white and will obviously be Friulano and, and Ribola. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to throw a little picolite in there? No. No. Okay. No, no. There is, a little, there is not a lot of oh, picolite. <laughs> we have a production of 900 bottles, not more. 900 yeah. bottles. Mm -mm. Why don't people drink more sweet wine? I think they lose 
a little bit the feeling with the white wines. Because what do you mean? It, um, it's a, a woman wine. Sweet wines. Yeah. Ah. This is what oftenly the people tell me. You want to taste Verduzzo, for example. We have Verduzzo Giuliano. No, it's not for women. And after they test, oh, it's good. I know. <laughs> so you know what we need to do? We need to like hire somebody like, I don't know, like Sylvester Stallone or like <laughs> The Rock or something like that. Some big masculine guy who like only drinks sweet wines. Yeah. So we can bring sweet wines back to the, to the masses. There I love sweet wines. I, I also think it's, um, you have to find uh, the perfect uh, situation for, uh, for drinking the sweet, sweet wines. wines. Yeah. More, yeah. It's, and summer, you know, white wines, freshness, uh, Ribola Same. Gialla Spumante, for example. Do you make that as well? <laughs> yeah, also. Okay. We make also Ribola Gialla Spumante. Okay. So, um, you, in the beginning, you said you had something like 57 hectares. Is that what you said? Uh, 87. 87, sorry. And so, how many bottles total do you produce? Actually, we have a production with 400. 400,000 bottles. That's a nice size. Yeah. It's a good size. I understand that. Mm, uh, from the traditional line, then we have 1,500 bottles by each um, variety Reserva. of reserva. Okay. Yeah, and Pico so very small. Yeah, very so small. Yeah, yeah, this it's a, a physical decision because the hill, this is the production of and the that's hill. It, it only yeah. comes from that hill. Yeah. Okay, all, every, of, every, all of the reserve wines only uh, Friulano, from. for example, is the hill-backed company. Mm -hmm. uh, Schiopettino, it's a hill in Corno di Rosazzo, no axe. Okay. And also Piccolit, it's uh, different hills. Ah, but so you we, have different pieces and yeah. different... So you don't have 87 hectares just around no, the wine? No, no, no. No, okay. <laughs> Unluckily not. Unluckily. <laughs> that would be much easier. Yeah. yeah. Everything okay. could be much easier. Okay. Work with everything around it. Work with everything around. Okay. Oh, fantastic. So, okay. So, what? Um, I'm 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 gonna taste this Friulano again because I really do like it. One of the I remember talking to Emilio about one of the difficulties of doing Friulano with cryo maceration that you can make it a little bit too bitter. Mm -mm. Um, but I don't get too much bitterness no. in this at all. Robbie, do you get much bitterness in this? How? What do you think? I got to give Robbie some more. E troppo amaro. No. no. Okay. See, even even Robbie likes it, and Robbie's very difficult to please. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I really love the fact that the wine has a lot of power, but it's not not too bitter. It's it's uh, very bodybuilder, but it's Muscular. elegant. It's muscular, but it's elegant. It's elegant, yeah, absolutely. And we're not it's, even drinking it at the right yeah. temperature. It's a little bit too warm. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, completely. The, the day, it's what it is. The, the, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I make more fast there I can with the car. <laughs> <laughs> to keep it cool. Yeah. 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 We need to get like a chiller in here or something. Yeah. That'll be yeah. one of the next... Uh, one of the next purchases that we make in the uh, in the in the studio today. It's a very hot day. It's a warm day. Yeah, it is a warm day for sure. But uh, today, well, at least we had. Did you get a little bit of rain in Udine? We got a no. couple of drops. Nothing. No, only yeah. clouds. Clouds. And make more humid. Yeah. Yeah, it's been been rough that way. Yeah, I have a funny feeling this is going to be one of the warmer mm -mm. vintages that we're going to have. 
for a while. Absolutely. But this is not the only interesting project that you are involved in. No. And I'm going to have to cl clean my glass because we're going to talk about something a little bit different. Um, something near the wine, but not exactly. wine. Exactly. Now, I under this is something that I learned. It's something that you made with wine, but right. it's not part of the wine. Exactly. 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 Because one of the things that I learned when I was working in the winery was that as a um, azienda agricola or an azienda vitivinicola, the only thing that you can sell is wine, the wine that you make. You can't sell salami, you can't sell t-shirts, you can't sell glasses because that's what the law says because you pay specific taxes yeah. to be a, a winery. Uh, uh, administration. Exactly, exactly. But one of the things that you can produce historically, which I did not know until recently, is... Vermouth. Vermouth, exactly. Vermouth, which everybody knows vermouth. It's a part of every important cocktail in the world, practically, right? So yeah. you guys have decided to... Produce, produce vermouth. Produce vermouth, yeah, or vermouth, as we would say in Friulano. Yeah, in, in English, we would use vermouth. It looks like vermouth, <laughs> M-O-U-T-H, but you spell it vermouth, M-U-T. Vermouth. Yeah. Is that without the, the H. Without vermouth. the H, exactly. Is that the Italian spelling or is that the Friulano spelling? Uh, it's Italian. It's uh, the region of Vermouth. It's Piemont. Okay. Uh, it's born in Piemonte. Piemonte. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now yeah. that I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is something that I learned with this new project. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How long have you been doing Vermouth? Uh, we start in November 2020. Okay. Very, so very young product. Very young product, yeah. Yeah. We decide to have a cooperation with uh, Liquoreria Frulane from Spilimbergo. Mm -hmm. It's a um, small producer. And uh, we studied together a recipe. Recipe. Recipe, sorry. And then um, we mm -hmm. use something that usually uh, it's never used for a vermouth, that it's Verduzzo Frulano, a sweet wine. Ah, so your the base, base wine is it's Verduzzo Friulano. Yes. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Why did you make you this start, decision? Uh, we have this decision because we wanna we wanna have a vermouth uh, that have not only bitter side but also sweet part. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. When you taste this vermouth, uh, you feel uh, also the. Um, Honey of the verduzzo to the end. Ah. It's not only bitter. Because we often divide vermouth into sweet and dry. Yeah. You know, dry tends to be white. Yeah. And the and sweet tends to be red. And usually for make uh, sweet, you have to put sugar. But here there is a natural sweetness from, from, the, from, the, from the verduzzo. I'm having a hard time opening the box. What do I have to do? You have to push. Push on the bottom. Oh, it's like a puzzle box. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm going to take a picture of this as soon as we're done, because this way I'll be able to post it. Yeah. Ah, okay. Wow, that's great packaging. Yeah. That's fantastic. I can't wait to put put up a picture of that. So I did post a, a beautiful picture of that I got off of your website of the bottle, but I do want to open this and taste it. So okay, you're gonna. She's gonna hand me a corkscrew, so I can cut the capsule. 
So where did the idea come to, from to do this? Don't tell uh, me it was Emilio. No, no, no. Good. No, the <laughs> idea is mine. <laughs> it's yours. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I taste the vermouth of uh, Licorerie Frulane and I fell in love. I talk with there and I say, what do you think that we can have a cooperation? Oh. They are excited like me to do this cooperation and uh, we decide to do this product. So tell me why is it okay for a winery or a company that makes wine why is it okay for them to make vermouth? Vermouth. Why is that acceptable? Oh, uh, I think uh, it's a product that you can have uh, different by the wine, but with a connection with wine, because the way the base is the wine. base is wine. Okay. And uh, you also can use this uh, amaro because it's amaro the it's vermouth. A, okay. And uh, it's like it's like a bitters, right? Yeah, it's a bitter. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, for uh, go outside and uh, to present Verduzzo Friulano, for example. Uh huh. Okay. For uh, help the people to know that there is also this grape. It's not only for make sweet wine, but also for make a good vermouth. It's a good. Um, the nose is beautiful. Yeah. So we, we, the, 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 the goal that I want from this product, it's something different that didn't exist. Okay. It's a oh, vermouth because the herb inside, it's the herb of vermouth. It's absinthe, clary sage, and other different herbs from uh, Dolomiti from our region. Okay. And uh, specifically the herbs like absinthe, um, sage, and okay. uh, the other herbs, it's from cloud. That's, ah, yeah. okay. So yeah. up in the mountains. Yeah. yeah. Cloud is a little town yeah. in, in the mountains. In the yeah. middle of the natural park of Friuli Dolomiti. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so. all the herbs from here. And also we have cinnamon. Mm -hmm. And uh, bitter orange peel. Okay. And it, everything, it's natural. Right. So how? what is the process for making vermouth? Do you just make these items? You have these to take the wine, and, yeah. oxidate the wine. And what? Oxidate. oxidate. Yeah. Okay. So you naturally oxidate the yeah. wine. How do you do that? Uh, we uh, make uh, the, the, the wine have to take um, oxygen mm -hmm. and contact with oxygen give uh, the oxidation. But do you oxidation. like leave it sit in a barrel? In a, yeah, in a barrel. Okay, so in a barrel with... Open. With, okay. And oxidate the wine. Okay. And wait the time to the oxidation. How then long the does that other, usually take? Um, I think in a couple of days you have all the process. Really? Yeah. So it's quick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The oxidation, more contact of the, uh, more space contact with the wine, with the oxygen, with the more uh, early arrived the oxidation. Okay. Ah, this, see, now this I didn't know, you yeah. had to oxidate the wine first. Yeah, you have to oxidate the wine, yeah. Okay. That this vermouth start burn with the bad wines in Piemont that didn't go well and they decide ah. to take the herb inside for uh, make better. To do something. Yeah, yeah <laughs> do something. For, yeah, as, yeah, exactly. This so, is what I learned uh, in these two years with Vermouth. Uh, with the yeah, so, experience of Vermouth. Verduzzo oxidato. So Verduzzo oxidized and then? We take the wine to the um, Licorerie Friulane. Okay. They oxidate the wine. 
mm-hmm. and then they have the um, infusion and in alcohol. Ah, infusion and alcohol. Yeah, they take the herbs in infusion with the alcohol, but it's separate. Every herb, ah. every herbs, and also the cinnamon, also the orange peels. It's separate. It's not all together. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. And then you decide the person well that you need. You to add to yeah. it. Very. It's a secret recipe. Of course, of <laughs> course, of course. You can't, you know, but uh, ah, so they have sort of like a, a a battery of different infusions. Yes. And then they take your wine, and then you, more or less give a, a recipe a different yeah. dosage of these different uh, yes that the, the what you want to fill in the mouth oh, okay yeah. i thought maybe that it was made by putting the things directly into the wine but no 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 no, no okay no, no. so what's what are we talking about as far as alcohol content here the alcohol in vermouth it's a uh, 18 18 okay yeah, it's not too much no, it's very yeah. drinkable. It's a, it's a, usually vermouth now start to use uh, in cocktail like uh, in mixology for make americano, negroni, and uh, something other drinks. Yeah, negroni is my favorite cocktail. Really? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't I, like gin. <laughs> you don't like. No. So you know what you have to try. And yeah. I was just about to say this. You have to try a negroni, but instead of gin. Use mezcal. Okay. I don't know if you like tequila. And yeah, mezcal. yeah, no, no. Um, because mezcal is like smoky. Okay. Um, Give it a bit this taste of uh, yeah. smoke. And I think this would be beautiful in that in that cocktail. But so even smoky e- and cinnamon. That's a good. It's a good combination. Match. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it's got this kind of the, the cinnamon is really really prominent. I definitely get that kind of hint of almost spiciness, a little bit of picante. Mm-hmm. And um, also the orange. And the orange, yeah, for make, sure. The make bitter the, orange. the fresh part. Yeah. Uh, Robbie's signaling me for a taste. Okay. Robbie, <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you. I'll get you. Not too much, Robbie, because it's, it's too strong for you. Troppo forte per te. Usually I propose the product to the restaurant, for example, okay. for the end of the dinner with uh, the dark chocolate mm. also. That would be deli- kind of like Barolo Quinato, yeah. which very normally gets served with, with, with dark chocolate. Mm-mm. So uh, how much vermouth do you make? Uh, actually, we start with a production of... Uh, 500 bottles the first year. That's very small. Uh, in 2021, uh, became 900. Okay. And in 2020, actually, we have a stock of uh, 1,200 bottles ready okay. for sale. Okay. So you... you but you, I think that the maximum of production that we want to produce for this product is uh, 3,000 bottles, not okay. more. No more. No. Okay. No, for preserve the quality of the product. It's very, very good. It's very, very... I would love to just toss an ice cube in there and yeah. just drink it by itself. A big ice cube? Yeah. Yeah, a big round ice cube mm-hmm. like you get in the bar and just, you know, just a, and just enjoy that as it is 
So and we make also cooperation with a, a mixer. I don't know how to call the like people. Like a bartender, a mixologist. A, a mixologist. Right. And we make a, a cocktail Monvierd that we ah, we have to A ring. specific cocktail. Yeah. That is called cocktail Monvierd. Mm -hmm. And we make for the Cantina Perte. Yeah, you said you had like a huge yeah. after party yeah. after Cantina Aperte. How many people came? Uh, 2,500 persons wow. in three hours. In three hours? Yeah. My God, you yeah. guys got killed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how long did it take you to like run out of... Like uh, no, very short. no, very short. Very short, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like... Yeah, wow. Did they all show up at the same time? Yeah, all oh. together. In one hour, everybody arrived. <sighs> That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah, Cantina Aperte has become really important. I, yeah, uh, I'm very happy because change a little bit of the, um, the, the feeling of Cantina Aperte. Ah, tell me about I that. I think. Uh, it's, uh, the, the other years, it became something where to go and drink. Just, mm -hmm. just uh, sell or drink wine. This right. is the goal of the, the Cantina Aperta. Always my biggest complaint about Cantina Aperta. <laughs> yes. the, the new, a lot of seller, a lot of winery decide to propose also other mm, experience. Like, like? Uh, like uh, go out with quote uh, in the vineyard, ah, okay. uh, a dish with the traditional local uh, dishes like frico okay and uh, also the tasting just not only the tasting but tasting and uh, dinner mm -hmm. or um, pranzo lunch lunch <laughs> uh, that's just nice because mm -hmm. it's, it's uh, in the mind of the people change something and they understand the goal of Cantina Aperta, that is the communication of the good quality of the product. That's great. Not just go and fun. Yeah, that, the last time I think I went to Cantina Aperta was probably about 15 years ago. And I stopped going because it was just, you know, people going around, go there, drink, drink some wine, go to another place, drink more wine. Go to, it's just, yeah, it just got out of hand. Um, but I'm glad that that that's becoming something um, more cultural, refined, more cultural. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. this is the, the the goal. I think we have to have in our mind. That are you seeing have a lot to of became cultural? cultural. Are, are you seeing more people from outside of Friuli yeah. come? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's super important because it used to be just Friulani going yeah. around per un tayut. No, <laughs> just not there. There is also there, but okay. there is a lot of. Uh, I I now I talk for my company. Uh, we have seen a lot of people from uh, Veneto, also from Good. Austria. Good. And uh, usually people that talk also Italian. Okay. Because it's, it's difficult. We make something specific for English or German people. We can't, but it's very difficult because okay. you have a big group of person, and there is uh, half Italian, half German, and English. Uh, okay. But sometimes the people talk Italian and understand Italian, okay. luckily. Luckily. For this year. <laughs> for the next, uh, we are ready. Do you, speak, do you speak some German as well? I speak uh, English, German, French, and Spanish. Whoa. It's 
Spanish uh, it's auto uh, autodidactic. Auto so you self-taught. Yeah, self-taught. Ah. French, German, and English at school. So why why Spanish as autodidactic? <laughs> you love Because, Barcelona. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been uh, I spent some time in Spanish. In Spain. Yeah, in Spain. Oh, ah, okay. Where? Because yeah. I love uh, near Spain Barcelona. Of, okay. In uh, Roses. Roses. Yeah. Okay. One okay. mouth and half, and one mouth and half. Uh, with French, it's easy to understand. They learn Spanish. But they speak Catalan. I know. Out there, which is really difficult. My wife lived near Barcelona in. I can't remember the name of the town right now, but um, her biggest uh, challenge was was understanding and speaking. Uh, I think Catalan. we have two restore people of outside. They speak Spanish. Yeah, but I, I think when you're working there, yeah, they only speak. No, I, I go just for the uh, big long holiday. Oh, okay. It's a be it's a beautiful place. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's a different philosophy of life. Absolutely, absolutely. Completely different. Cool. I, I I like. Uh, I like to say I'm a girl from Friuli and nothing it's like Friuli but because I was born here of course and it's my region it's my heart and when I go outside I love to go outside to learn and uh, appreciate with different people but I love to go back home because our mind it's very different by the other also in Italy it's true Friuli, the, the people from Friuli have a different kind of uh, mind from the other person outside. Like how? Tell me how. It's, um, we are hard outside. Okay. But when you have our uh, heart, okay. <laughs> we are completely falling wrong from, from the person. Okay. We, we, we open our arms and we, we close and don't open. Okay. This is what I think from the people from Friuli. It's, ve it's very, very, have a big heart, are very sweet inside, but have uh, a hard side outside. Yeah, they have a very tough exterior. Yeah, yeah. This is, um, I think it's from the a lot of invasion that we have in this area, a lot of different I've people. I've always said that. From yeah. outside and just give uh, this hard skin. Yeah, you know, I... My experience as an outsider in Friuli has always been the people tell me how hard and cold the Friulani are, mm -hmm. but I've never seen it. The Friulani have always been super open and wonderful yeah. with me. Okay, they can be a little bit, they can be a little bit brontolos on them, they can be a little bit hard, you know, tough, but they're not. They're hard workers. They're not cold. They're not really cold. Yeah, they're hard workers, absolutely. Whereas everybody says, oh, everybody in the South, they're all so open and so friendly. You know, and my wife is half Sicilian, and I've spent a lot of time in Sicily. And the superficial sense is that they're super friendly, but they don't let you get very close. Whereas the Friulani, okay, are a little bit hard on the outside, but the moment they open, you're you're their it's best friend. Completely open, yeah. Yeah, you're the yeah. best friend. Yeah, and they'll invite you to dinner and come on, I'll take you, and you come to me, and no, don't worry, it, it's yeah, it's a whole different. I see thing. that cooperation with South and Friuli people. Yeah, you know when there is the period of the um, uh, la leva, we call. That the, yeah, that the people they come here and make uh, uh, militare. Ah, okay, okay. When you had the, the obligatory military service. Yeah, obligatory. Yeah. 
Huh? And a lot of people of South arrived here in Friuli yeah, because and don't go back and stay here. Okay. I see a lot of this. Or people, they go back to the South and live their life. But one time a year... They come back, back up here. Yeah. Because there was so much military here in Friuli at yeah. one point. People don't realize, I think like 60% of the yeah. military was here because of Yugoslavia. Yeah. Like basically the Soviet Union was... 10 miles from piano. here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I want to ask you one more thing before we finish, because I told you it was going to go fast and we've almost gone an entire hour. <laughs> I told you very, very quickly. So we talked a little bit about these two blended wines that might be coming up. Any other new things coming or do you have a personal dream that you want to i always say what is your sonio nel cassetto paolo rodaro always told me you have to ask a winemaker what's their sonio nel cassetto so do you have a dream that you want to bring to life in the in the future uh the, i'm not a winemaker mm -hmm. <laughs> i am a, a seller <laughs> okay first of all and my dream it's make a really uh big cooperation with this uh, world of tourism and mm. this world of wine and uh, I hope this is really became very uh, strong and uh, change the mind on the of Friuli yeah change the, the the vision of the people of Friuli absolutely I, I hope I I I, I don't want to say I hope to become Toscana or <laughs> Trentino to Adige okay but this is what I'm looking for but also not only for the company also for the region this is what I hope that the people and the other producer understand how important is this tourism because if you take the people this is what we talk first. Mm. You arrive in Friuli and you fall in love. Yeah. But you have to arrive. Yeah, you have to get here. It's true. It's when, true. You, when I go around the world, because I am the, the only person that speaks uh, other language in the family. Okay. So uh, you travel? I travel. Uh, now not because with two child is uh, more difficult. Two children. <laughs> yeah, two children. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. How old? Uh, nine here, it's a bigger and two year and a half, the smaller. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a COVID boy. Your hand. <laughs> Aha. Okay. So wait, okay. Okay. Uh, I won't ask more questions. No, no. It's born in January, <laughs> in January 2020. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least you could spend a lot of time at home. Yeah. With your new baby. Mm -mm. So this okay. is the lucky part so your of hand, the COVID. Yeah. You, your hands are full with yeah. your family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I have a lot of time to spend. Okay. That I don't have with the first one. That's good. Mm -mm. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, uh, tourism is so important. How I, I want to ask you a, a quick question because it relates to tourism. It's something that um, I think we really need to grow here in Friuli. How much wine do you sell? Percentage-wise, um, direct to the public from the winery. Can you tell me that, or do you? Do no, you I can, tell me? but we are not uh, the normal. <laughs> it's okay. not. We we. I think it's a. Uh, we are a seller. All the seller in, in Spessa in our yeah. small town zone, yeah. work a lot with uh, direct Tourists. selling. Okay. And we, for example, for us, it's forty percent. Forty percent. Yeah, it's a lot. You are so this is, lucky. Yeah. This is why I say you have to do that. Yeah. Because the last customer 
who drink really the wine as the private people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's so much better for you financially selling directly to the people. There's more There's, margin. Yeah, but it's more work. Yeah, but still. You don't have to stop from Monday to Sunday. To Saturday yeah. or, or Sunday. Yeah, or Sunday, yeah. because if someone asks me... You stay open me, as well on Sunday. We are closed, but if someone asks me, can I do a tour of the cellar? Okay. We are free only on Sunday. Okay. You do it. If you are free by personal uh, project, uh, we do. Imagine how rich Friuli would be if every winery sold 40% of their bottles direct to the public. How well? Because I know really good wineries who do two, three, five percent. It's amazing that you do 40%. Uh, it's, it's, really I think impressed. it's also different philosophy to sell. We start with this selling to the private people from the first years. We have this uh, cooperation, okay. <laughs> we can call, uh, with the, the private selling, and they grow during the year. Do you do any sort of um, advertising or any mm, sort of... How I do, you, how do you get the people in? I think it's something inside the family... When you arrive to the cellar, you're a lot of people talking about my grandfather. Okay. Oh, we arrived a lot of time ago, and he have salami, a glass of wine ready, and you drink salami, mm -hmm. and you arrived with buy six bottles, and you buy 12. Okay. <laughs> That's the way you got to do it. Yeah. yeah. This Found is the, 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 um, how the people arrive and feel when arrive. Okay. It's so very it's, important. It's, a, it's, it's all it's about hospitality. Yeah, the com the communic it's what we call now communication. Right, right, right. It's uh, not a communication with uh, a social media, but mm. it's direct communication. Face you can to face. Face to face. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think our goals is have every day a person of the family in the shopping, uh -huh. in the shop, in wine shop. Wow. That there is me or my sister or my mother. My brother. So there is, every day there like is someone. A, uh, an employee. We have who, a girl that help us. Obviously. But yeah. uh, we have we are here, we are there. Sorry, and we take the wine in the glass and explain to you how we made it. So if someone comes to visit you, they're gonna meet someone from the family. Yeah. They're not just gonna meet some guy. No. Or some girl. That's super meet important. some girl, but also. Oh, but also you, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, somebody's there from the winery, and when you're that big, I think uh, this not, is the secret. <clears throat> absolutely, because when you're, I mean, you're not a small winery. You're not an enormous winery. You're not millions of bottles, thank goodness. But the fact that um, anyone who comes to your winery gets to meet one of you, one of the family, I think that's the difference, and I think we all have to. It's Use that as a model. You arrive, then you don't have someone that... Just sells. Sells, yeah. You have someone that tells you a story. Exactly. And tells you a story that they didn't memorize, but that yeah. they lived, right, personally. It's completely different by to read uh, a brochure. Exactly. And exactly, exactly. You know, it's, it's a shame that, um, that my usual co-host, Natalie Benlolo, isn't here tonight because she's so intimately involved in... Uh, wine tourism and things like that. I'm sure she would have a billion questions for you. So 
just goes to show Natalie has to be here for every show. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll let her go this time. She had some other things to do tonight. Stefania, I'm going to let you go. We've gone about an hour. Um, thank you so much for sharing your wine and your vermouth with us and your time. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I ask some people to come up on stage on clubhouse, but it seems there are a couple of people listening, but no questions so far, unless somebody wants to raise their hand and come on up on stage to ask Stefania a question. I'll give him a second to, Oh, wait a second. My favorite ex-wife, Vanessa, true. She is my ex-wife is here. So I'm going to invite her up to speak. So she may have, hang on, let's see if we can get her up on stage. Come on up, Vanessa. Are you there? Vanessa Gallagher is now. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Do you have a question Good. for Stefania? Yes. I just want to say thank you so much. I've really enjoyed listening to everything. Hopefully sometime when I come to Italy, I can visit. But I'll bring in you up the there. Yes. In the meantime, um, is there some place in New York that I could find uh, your wine and your vermouth? Ah, good, good question. <laughs> At the moment, not. Vermouth, oh. it's only for Italian market. Oh. And uh, wine, actually, it's not uh, uh, present in the New York market. Uh, but uh, okay. uh, next week, my father go to New York for oh. cooperation with the distributor in this area. And I hope you can find after the wines. Oh, I look forward to it. <laughs> Keep in touch, Vanessa. I'll let you know if it uh, if it gets uh, if it gets imported into New York. Okay, thank you. All right. Anyway, Stefania, thank you very very much for being here. Um, thanks, Robbie. Thank you to you to yeah. give me the possibility to talk about this uh, wine and project and the company and all the story of my family. Right. It's it's a really interesting story. I can I wish you continued great luck. Congratulations on forty percent of direct sales that's amazing i mean i'm gonna come over and just talk to you about how the heck you guys did that because I, I i need I think pointers it, I, a lot of people ask me that also other producers 40 percent is huge it's a, yeah it's it's a something that it's a start with no plans okay. no goals start amelia marini so anyway Thank you, Stefania. Thank you you. Thanks, Eleanor. Thanks, Vanessa. Thanks, Amelia, for coming and listening. Um, and we will see you next time. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for Thank you. Hey, I want to thank everybody this evening for coming. Thank you for listening. I appreciate uh, Natalie Benlolo, our co-host, Rob Milani, our sound guy. Follow me on La Taverna Friuli on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram at Wayne the Grape. And you can find this awesome music on YouTube at Beat Ambassador. Finishes with an A. Thank you.